Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of his wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Hi, guys. Thank you for being here. Today we are talking about a topic that's near and dear to our hearts. We love being mamas, but we also know the challenges that can come with it. And so we're going to be talking about raising children as a blessing and just some of the loopholes I feel like I've been caught in and we as moms can be caught in when we're in the thick of the little years especially, but really all years, I'm assuming, <laughs> not based on my own experience. But I know it, it. new challenges arise with each age and new joys or joys come with each age as well. Um, okay, before we do that, though, if you're looking for a group to walk alongside you in your walk with Jesus, and our group is full of women, and it's actually full of tons of other mamas as well who love Jesus, who want to raise their kids to love Jesus, and are just a source of encouragement in studying our Bibles together each and every day. And we want to invite you into that group. You can go look at the details of it on kateandcalco.com. You can see what's kind of included. But what you can't really see is just all the really sweet, encouraging women behind the screen. And they are just such an encouragement to Callie and I each and every day with the wisdom they bring to the table, but also just the struggles that they're willing to share and the conversations that we get to have and walk alongside them in their lives. And so if you're looking for a Bible reading plan and a group to do it with, um, go ahead and check out the details there. But, okay, I think in theory, we all know that children are a blessing from the Lord. And we have probably read this verse, which is Psalm 127, 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children's of children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. And those words are so powerful. If you believe the Bible, you believe that those are true. And we've read those verses and clung to them. And we know in our heart that children are such a blessing. And things throughout our day, if you're raising children or you're around children, you see that and you and you see those joys and, and treasures throughout the day and those moments that are just so beautiful and so simple and all those things. But I think if we can be honest with ourselves, I think sometimes our flesh can also get caught up in the chaos that motherhood can be. And we know that we all know it can be challenging and we can get caught in those thoughts and even worse, maybe get caught in those conversations with other moms where it sounds a lot more like complaining than cherishing our job of motherhood. And I, I'm convinced I'm not the only one who's been there. <laughs> no, definitely not. I have found myself in those same conversations and cycles as well. Um, and just, um, I feel like we always give disclaimers. This is just how Kate and I are as people. But we aren't talking. <laughs> yeah. to our lives. We aren't talking about like genuinely needing to ask for help during a hard time in motherhood 
calling a friend, a trusted friend who loves the Lord and just telling them that you need them to listen. There is a time and a place and an audience and a heart posture for that. Um, And so I think just knowing what is our goal in this conversation and if it is truly to seek help and move forward with something that is, I believe, what community is for. Um, And so motherhood is hard. We aren't called to pretend that it's all rainbows or to do it alone either. Um, But what we're talking about today is specifically complaining and talking down about motherhood and our kids rather than seeking support. Um, So the root cause of complaining is plain and simple, our sinful hearts. Um, Negative thinking patterns sometimes can be a coping mechanism when you're dealing with stress or emotions um, and lack of gratitude and trust or contentment plays into that. Yeah. It's like not a fun thing to recognize that the root of our complaining is actually sin. And it's really Mm -hmm. not fun to call out sin in ourselves at any point in time, but Sometimes I feel like... And to be honest, it's not fun for us to call out sinning. <laughs> well, these are like, all coming from our own our own life experiences. So I feel like it's fair to say if we're talking about it on this podcast, it's likely something that's yes. come up in our own hearts and we're revealing to all of you. Um, but complaining especially yeah. is one of those that can be like so subtle that you're... It's just like you don't necessarily recognize it as sin until you get to the root of it and why we're complaining. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you're called to motherhood, our job as Christians is to raise our children in the faith and to know and to love God and to understand, help them understand their need for the gospel and to continue to train them in righteousness. And that's ultimately what our job is as mothers. That is the best way to put it. Um, Obviously, there's lots of hats that we put on that or in between those things, but when it comes down to the nitty gritty of if God gave us a job description, I feel like that's what it would be, and that would be the most important things and the reasons and the backbone as to what decisions we make stem from this idea of our job is for them to know Jesus, to know and love God, to know the story of redemption, to know their need for the gospel, and to train them in righteousness. And it's a hard job. I'm learning. (laughs) It's pretty easy to like coast through those first 18 months maybe without really (laughs) recognizing that this is our job because it's not exactly a part of our everyday life when their basic needs just need to be met as newborns and infants. Um, So it's one that I'm learning a lot about right now. And it's a hard job. It's, It's really hard sometimes to have to constantly be thinking about these things. And what I've found is that I've never felt more of a need to really understand the gospel and the Bible Mm, than now. Because how am I supposed to help them do that if my understanding is lacking? And so I've never felt like it's more important for me right now than to be on my individual walk with Christ and and with my husband um, if that's truly what we want for our kids. And so... It is absolutely our highest calling if we're in a motherly role. And again, that can look a lot of different ways. We're not going to break that down necessarily right now, but it's a big job. And (laughs) I think that that's the perspective when we start going down the complaining route. We kind of need to remember that. 
I think the word that comes to mind for me when I think of like motherhood and training up our kids is like weight. Mm-hmm. Like there is such, there's such a weight to it. It's it's literally everything, you know, raising our kids to know and love the Lord. It just feels like heavy. <laughs> and thankfully, thankfully we can surrender that to the Lord and know that they are in his hands ultimately, but it is a very high calling. And um to sorry. Good. No, you're fine. I was Go just going to say cuz the first time you said wait, my brain went to W A I T. And so I oh, actually yeah, think too. it's both <laughs> like it's the heaviness yeah and the weight that we can feel having that on our shoulders but it's also the wait time <laughs> as I'm now really learning like I'm work you feel like you're working so hard to do these things and you may you may never see the fruit that comes from it or you may not until 10 years later or hopefully the Lord will give us little nuggets of the fruit sooner rather than later, but we can't count on that. We have to continue to show up in this role regardless. I, I am starting to see nuggets now where we just turned four, our oldest just turned four. And I feel like every once in a while he'll like apologize without being prompted Mm. or like, and you'll just see like the other day we were driving, it had been like 30 minutes since we had talked about whatever consequence discipline. I don't even remember what it was at the time. And he had said that he didn't want to. I normally ask him to apologize after I explain um, what he's done wrong. And I apologize for anything I've done wrong. And I ask him to apologize. It's something that we do in our home. And he told me he didn't want to apologize. And that was the first time he had ever really like said that. He's a pretty compliant kid. So I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And he's like, "I I don't want to say that I'm sorry. And I was like, I... Okay, well, that is your decision. <laughs> and we kind of just moved on. And we got in the car, and it was literally like 30 or 40 minutes later, maybe even an hour later. And we get in the car, and we're driving. And which one thing I've learned about kids is that it all comes out in the car. Because huh. <laughs> they can't, you don't have to make eye contact. You're not looking at each other. It's a really easy time for them to open up to you. So we're sitting there, and he's like, I'm sorry, Mama, for whatever he had so done. sweet. I was just like, <laughs> my dropping. heart was just like swelling. And I was like, thank you. So there, there are little nuggets mm-hmm. along the way. But I think ultimately it's going to be a long time mm-hmm. um, until we really see that fruit. Um, and not getting caught up in the pride that when we do see those nuggets and if we do see true heart change as they continue to grow up, I feel like I'll, I'm already telling myself, you know, you can't fall into a trap of pride there. That's you being faithful to the Lord, right. but him doing the work in their hearts. And by no, it's by God's grace alone that they have made it this far. <laughs> I think that having two kids, having your second child, if you have a second child, is when you get humbled in mm-hmm. that because you realize, well, it's one way or the other, one way or the other, right? So for me... I've talked about this a million times, but our first was the most difficult when it came to the newborn season. And so I thought I, I like really struggled mentally with that. Um, I think that there's pros and cons to having your first kid be your hardest. I think that there's a lot of ways that, okay, it's the only child you have to focus on all of that. But mentally it was exhausting because I thought I'm doing something wrong. It's all me. Blah, blah, blah. It was just this like constant, like, all my friends are, their kids are sleeping through the night. They're, they're having, you know, it's going great. Like, what am I doing wrong? And then we had our second child and he just like was this dream baby. 
and I was like, I'm doing nothing different. <laughs> like, like, maybe a few things here and there. Like, of course you learn along the way, but like, I'm still the same mom. I'm still the same me that I was with my first. And, and yet here's this dream baby. And so, and it just was very humbling of like, and I think that it goes the same thing with my first. He talked in full sentences very quickly. Like he was very ahead of the game when it came to language. Our 19 month old still isn't talking. And I'm like, I didn't do anything different here. Like we did not do anything majorly different. So it is just humbling to see your kids kind of humble you for for you. Fair. In, in showing you that like, it's not, it's not anything you're doing for better or for worse. But there are so many things when it comes to their spiritual life. There's so many things out of our control, mm-hmm. and but there are so many things that we can intentionally be doing mm-hmm. um, as well. And there's kind of like a both and there. Um, we have totally rabbit trailed the, the purpose of our <laughs> podcast today. Um, so reeling it back in, complaining and negativity are problematic because some might say it's harmless. I'm just like talking with my friends and complaining. And to a degree, you guys, we're not trying to be like sticklers here. Like we understand that we're human and like complaining happens. But they can lead to a lack of gratitude and trust in God's provision and sovereignty, um, which is a big one, I think. I think that that's like, it really does take away our, our trust in what he is providing and that he is sovereign over this situation, no matter how hard it is. Um, but they can also harm relationships and contribute to a negative atmosphere in our home. And I think of this all the time. My husband often comes home, particularly in certain seasons. He often comes home to me like, frazzled, <laughs> you know, like, frazzled. It's dinner time. I'm trying to get dinner on the table. The kids are crying because it's that time of night. We all know it's the witching hour of most people's households and it's normal. But I have been thinking, I'm like, my husband comes home from work. I don't even know what's happened in his day. I don't know. I wasn't there. Like, I have no idea. He's not someone who's like texting me throughout the day being like, oh, I'm so annoyed at this person. (laughs) That is not my husband. And so like I have no idea what's going on in his day. And yet he comes home knowing he's going to walk into chaos most most days with a smile on his face, happy to see his kids and to help in any way that he can. And I have often thought like he probably doesn't feel like that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I have at times taken that for granted. Um, And so again, this is not a like, you know, we're all going to have our moments and our seasons, but it did make me think like, should I, is there any way that I can reel this in for, for him too? And like, it doesn't mean we never talk to our husband about our day or never complain, you know, in a way that like we do with our most trusted people. Um, But is there a way that I can honor my husband in this way by having trying to cultivate a space? I mean, we can't control toddlers at dinner time, you know, to a degree. But is there a way that I can do my best to make our home more of a inviting place for him to be walking into as well? Because he does that so much so for us when he walks in. Even um, just in the simple, like, it, greeting of how I'm greeting him, like, am I just kind yeah. of wanting him to kind of see the chaos a little bit because I'm uh, like just my selfish heart being like, well, look at what you're walking into. Like, 
this has been a horrible hour yeah. or am I greeting him with the same joy and love that I feel like he does every time <laughs> yeah and like total disclaimer I am not doing this perfectly ever but it's just something I have been thinking about in the last couple of months and I will say it's easier in certain seasons than mm-hmm. others and I think that for our family we're just in a easier season of of our kids ages and stuff like that it's just been for us a good rhythm a more life-giving season yeah yeah um and so it's it's it feels easy for me to say that whereas I know in a couple of months we're gonna have a newborn and it's gonna totally change the game again and I am gonna have to really recalibrate that again and bring it bring it back better watch out it could be tomorrow you never know <laughs> <laughs> could be rough <laughs> and so yeah I just but So don't take this as like, this is super easy to do. Everybody make sure that you reel in your stress and your anxiety and be super happy when your husband gets home. (laughs) It's not an easy thing to do. (laughs) It's not that easy. But it is something to be, try and be mindful of. Some days I'm better than others. Some days I am, you know, some days I'm just irritated when he walks in. Maybe he got home late, later than he said he would. And that's frustrating to me. But really, is that in his control? No. Why am I frustrated by that? It's really not in his control if he has to stay 10 minutes for a phone call at work or if he hits traffic, like he can't help that. So it doesn't help him at all for me to be irritated by that. And so I think just reminding that we've talked a little bit in other episodes about like setting the tone in our home. And this is one of those ways that we can do that. Um, And the Bible teaches us to cultivate a spirit of gratitude and contentment and to trust in his goodness and faithfulness, even in difficult circumstances. We see that over and over and over again. It's a huge theme in the Bible. And it's not just there as this like, well, that's nice that they did it. It is something that we are called to pursue in our own lives as well. Um, And I think it's really easy to want to separate those out and be like, well, this is what God calls us to, but I'm just complaining right now in this moment and like it's not that big of a deal. But that that those little moments add up. Yeah. Um, in the Old Testament, Exodus recounts the story of the Israelites in the wilderness where they frequently complained about their circumstances and longed to return to Egypt despite God's provision and guidance. In the New Testament, Philippians 2.14 says, Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Uh, focus on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. And those are both from Philippians. Philippians 2 was the first one, and Philippians 4, 8 was the second one. Yeah, and I feel like this is a good time to go to our Bible and just look at the way that God views children. And that's a good reminder for us in these chaotic moments as well of how we should be viewing our children. In Mark ten fourteen, he said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And then in Matthew 18, three through four, and he said, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And the Bible portrays over and over again, just how precious and valued children are as a part of God's creation. Um, And like we've already discussed, we're called to care for them, to nurture them with love, compassion, respect, um, to discipline them in the ways of the Lord, to train them in righteousness. And, and that's a big calling for 
something that's held us so precious and valued in the in the sight of God um, and just a perspective that I know I'm constantly reminding myself of as well. And then just when it comes to God's plan for the family and our role as moms, um, Proverbs 22, 6 says to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, the Bible calls on parents to raise their children in the ways of the Lord, teaching them about his love and guiding them to live a life of faith and obedience. And this involves modeling that good behavior. And I think so often I've been seeing a quote go around a lot lately of like, oftentimes we expect children to behave at like an emotional capacity that we don't expect from most adults. And I think that there's like a, a give and take there. Yes, that's true. Like kids mm-hmm. just don't have the brain development to handle things in the way that an adult should be able to. And so like some of it is we need to offer so much grace to our kids as they're navigating that while disciplining and teaching them along the way. Mm-hmm. But also we really need to reel ourselves in and give ourselves that same level of discipline and not mm-hmm. allow ourselves to be controlled by our emotions. Um, I think that so true. that's something that's really easy to fall trapped to. I totally, like if my husband was listening to this episode, he'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I totally can fall trapped to that so, so easily. Um, and I think that it's really important that we are modeling good behavior, setting appropriate boundaries and disciplining with love and consistency, but doing that for ourselves too. Like, are we really modeling to them what it should look like, you know, when daddy comes home or when, when we're out in public or whatever it might be. So true. And obviously, like we've been saying way easier said than done. We get that, but it is something to be constantly working towards and, if this is some an area where you struggle, I feel like we say this in almost every episode, but it's because we weren't meant to do life alone. And so we're going to encourage you to seek that support and community with other moms who, but uh-huh. not just any other moms. I think we have friendships who we get together with them and maybe that conversation leaves you feeling more icky than it did encouraged. And that's maybe a friendship you need to evaluate or maybe it's an area where you need to be more of a light and a leader in that friendship in showing these different perspectives of your children instead of succumbing to more worldly-like tendencies. And I've been in so many of those spots where I've left conversations with friends and other moms on a play date or whatever where I felt so encouraged and lifted up in my motherhood. And there is a huge difference for me in leaving that play date or whatever it was that we were doing. And I think that those are the ones that we need to really hold tight to and um, learn how to be that encouragement for others as well. Because I've, I've been in the opposite situations where I've been like, oh, that was probably a little bit too complaining on your side and she probably left that conversation not feeling encouraged but more so defeated and that's never the person that I want to be it's not a good representation of Christ in me either Um, so just recognizing that within your own hearts and then also within your community and friendships yeah I think that's a really good point to like pay attention who it is you're talking to as well because I think that we're kind of have a human tendency to just like 
talk to the person that we know will tell us what we want to hear or like give us the response we are looking for and that might not be the most sanctifying response um and so just trying to be self-aware of that and like really pursuing the people in those moments who are going to point us to Christ um and then something that's super important is shifting our perspective and focusing on our blessings. And I know it's hard and I know it sounds cliche, but it's honestly so, so true. And I think that the second we hear of like a bad news situation in our community or with another mom around us, we realize it. Like we realize how much we need to shift our perspective and be focused on our blessings. But um, just encouraging you to to work towards embracing this role of motherhood with joy and gratitude all year all year round and you know in every season and not just right after you hear of maybe a tragedy or something like that I think it's easy to shift our perspective then but to be shifting it every day and have that be a goal of ours throughout our day um thank you so much for joining us today I know that I feel like I am like gleaning a lot from this episode for my own heart and my own day-to-day of things that I need to be working on and focusing on. I'm thankful for the way the Lord sanctifies us in that way. Um, If listening to this podcast has been something you've been enjoying, if you would just not mind taking just a few minutes to leave a rating or review, that is how we, the more ratings and reviews out that are on there, the more mamas we can reach um, and more women that we can reach with this podcast. Um, So we just thank you so much if you have taken the time to do that. Um, and we will chat with you next time. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.